Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Whole and Complete Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shantae, and Whole and Complete is all about faith and wellness, loving God and living well. Do you hear it? Do you hear the pep in my step? Do you hear it in my voice? Because you are listening to a woman who is on sabbatical, baby. Do you know what sabbatical is? Sabbatical is after 16 years of working at my college, I have finally been granted leave to go and pursue my research interest among other things. But what it really frees me up from all of the meetings, it frees me up from the teaching, it frees me up from the curriculum development. Baby, I feel like I got a new lease on life. Like I've been free from the plantation, Lord Jesus. So yeah, I am happy to be with you in the new year. Happy new year to you. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, let me stop playing. Because for those of you who have never heard this podcast, and this might be your first time listening, you'd be like, is she smoking crack? No, I'm no, I'm not. (laughs) I just, I have a wellspring of enthusiasm for all of the things that I'm looking forward to in the next few months. One of those things being mentoring. So at the top of the year, I I kid you not, I get bombarded with requests for coaching, for mentoring, for people who are looking at their year and looking at last year and like, you know what, some things need to change. I need to make some pivots. I need some guidance. I need some direction. And so usually at the top of the year, my calendar is full. But because I am on sabbatical for the first time in a long time, I am opening up the doors to mentor again, specifically a small group in a program, a mentoring program that I call Holy. So W-H-O-L-L-Y, not Holy like Holy Spirit, even though, you know, that's cool too, but Holy, because you all know I'm all about whole and complete living, living holy, living happily, living healthily. I am all about that life. And I know too many of you that want to live that life, that are trying to live that life, that have tried to pivot towards that life, but you are struggling to get there. You are struggling to get there and you are spinning your wheels. It's another year and it's the same ish in a different year. And you're just tired. You are tired of getting motivated and getting excited about things that don't pan out. You are tired of starting things that you don't actually finish. And the disappointment that comes along with that, you are tired of showing up for everything and everybody but yourself and everybody else is living the life. And you over here trying to figure out what, who, where, who did it, okay? So holy is my gift, okay, is my gift to you at the top of the year to intentionally engage in living a whole and complete life because I'm telling you, I am living that life. It took me some time, it took me thousands of dollars and it took me many years to get here. But I have condensed this process for you. (laughs) I have saved you some time and saved you some money. So this series, so for those of you who are brand new to Whole and Complete, Whole and Complete is a series-based podcast. And so I am going to kick it off right out the gate with some free game. I am going to mentor you actually for the next couple of episodes, just so that you can get an idea and a sense of what you can expect from Holy the program. Now, let me tell you this right off the bat, there are six spaces available at the top of 2023. There are six spots available. I expect them all to go. I am not available for another possibility or reality because I know how much this means. I know how much it means to live a whole and complete life. Like I'm telling you, if you had told me in my 20s, maybe even my early 30s, that I would be living the best life I've ever lived in my 40s, my mid 40s, if I was going to be in the best shape I've ever been, 
in my mid forties, if I was going to be traveling the world and making more money than I've ever made in my life in my forties, like child, I'd be like, what? Because you know, forties are supposed to be over the hill. Forties are supposed to be the beginning of the end. And no, I'm just getting warmed up. Like my best years really are ahead of me and I want your best years to be ahead of you. And so I'm going to kick it off with a mentorship series to kind of just get your mind frame in the right direction for what you need to be thinking about differently this year than maybe previous years. So let's start with availability. So something that I shared with my newsletter audience and something that I've been sharing on social media is this notion of availability. I have a friend who struggles with seasonal depression and birthday is around Christmas and every year due to some childhood traumas and losses experienced in childhood every year, every Christmas around this time really struggles with depression, really struggles with just ruminating in loss and grief and things like that. And this friend called me on their birthday, like in tears and was just like, I am really struggling. And by the end of the conversation, I was like, you are not available for this. You are not available for grief on your birthday. You are not available for honoring your loved ones by ruminating on what you've lost instead of celebrating what you had. You are not available to be sitting in the house, sad and miserable today of all days. You are going to get up and you are going to celebrate yourself. That is the bottom line. And they were like, damn, okay, all right, thanks for the pep talk. And they actually got up and went and celebrated their birthday. But I want to start with this place of availability because the declaration that I have made over my life and going into this year is that I am not available for less. I am not available for small. I am not available for lack. I am not available for scarcity. I am not available for things, opportunities that don't pay me what I'm worth. I'm not available for relationships that don't treat me the way that I deserve. I'm not available for judgment or fear or worry. Like I'm just not available for that. I'm not, and or as the young folks say, I'm not here for it, okay? I'm not here for it. I'm not available. And let me really kind of break down the importance of this mindset, okay? So as usual, I want to start this series with some definitions and let's start with the definition of availability. Availability means the quality or being able to be used or obtained. I repeat, the quality of being able to be used or obtained. There are so many things that we have made ourselves available to be used for or obtained by. Things available, availability in our time, availability in our energy, availability in our resources. We have made ourselves available. And so we're going to be talking about the ways in which we make ourselves available to things that do not serve us. And as always, we have a guiding scripture for this series, which is Philippians chapter four, verse eight, which says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable or praiseworthy. If there is any excellence, if anything is worthy of praise, think about these things. What is true, what is honest, what is pure, what is lovely, what is praiseworthy, what is excellent and worthy of praise. Think about these things. These are the things that we need to be making ourselves available for because everything else, baby, let's get into it. So I spent 
New Year's in Mexico. I have a friend who lives in Playa del Carmen and I was going to visit her last year when they first moved, but life happened. You all can run the tape back and listen to all the craziness of last year, but I literally had family members, including my own child, whose health was in great jeopardy. And so, you know, you have to tend to life, okay? And you have to put some of the other things that you wanna do on hold. But this year I was able to make it and that was really necessary for me because I think that you can hear in my voice on the year end wrap up, like I was just fried, you know, and just kind of at the end of my rope. And usually you want to go into the new year with momentum, right? You want to go into the new year having things figured out. You want to go into the new year with clarity. You want to go into the new year kind of laser focused on what the next few months are going to hold for you and just really kind of focus your time and energy and efforts on that. But that was really a struggle for me. Like there were so many grades due and meetings due and I's to dot and T's to cross on the run up to me going on sabbatical that by the time I made it on the plane to Mexico, I was just like, Lord have mercy. You know, I was just, I was in a rough place and I was just kind of like teetering on the verge of burnout. Right. But man, what a difference a week makes a week in the sunshine, a week of meaningful conversation, a week of journaling and, and all the things. And one of the things that I realized that was really just a huge aha for me and something that I'm going to be sharing with the mentoring group and the mentorship group is this notion of availability and all the things and all the ways that I've made myself available for a life that is characterized by lack, scarcity, and fear, okay? Meaning, there were moments, there have been times all throughout my coaching and podcasting career where I have made myself available for like lowball opportunities where I have lowballed myself out of thousands of dollars and left plenty of money on the table because I had this core belief that I was not worthy. And I know that seems crazy to have a digital wellness platform, one that espouses mental health and wellness and still have somewhere deep in your mind okay deep deeply embedded in your thought processes that you are not worth you know the money that you you charge you know or whoa that's too much and, and I'm not worth that and so I really had to unpack this notion of worthiness and where did that come from and something that I'm always encouraging my listeners and my clients to do is pull the thread pull the thread pull the thread And when I pulled that thread, this notion of worthiness came from my upbringing because I was born to young parents and don't get me wrong, I fully get it. People do what they know how to do with what they have. They try to do the best they can, right? But I had a biological father who was completely absent from my life. So again, you didn't think I was quote unquote worth showing up. And then I was born to a young mother who did not have the bandwidth and the the faculties to really raise me independently. And so I spent a lot of time with relatives, you know, grandmas and aunties and things like that. And so there's this, this notion like, oh, okay, I'm being neglected. I'm being abandoned. I'm being left behind. I'm not worth the work, right? And so these things happen way back in childhood, you know, as we talked about in previous episodes, like that's the narrative, right? 
And then there's like the story that you tell yourself about it. And so the story that I had been telling myself for decades was that I'm not worth, I'm not worth, I'm not worth because I had parents who didn't think that I was worth or parents who treated me like I was not worth or whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying this to disparage, you know, my parents, like I said, they made choices that they felt were best at the time for the age that they were, because who knows how to raise kids at 18 and 19. I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Right. But how that carries forth and shows up in business. And so when you have a platform and your work has value and you start launching out and and charging what you are worth and, and what that's worth, even if on some logical level, okay, on some conscious level, you believe that you are worth the money. If energetically, internally, deep down, you don't believe it, it's going to fail. It's a disconnect. It's out of integrity. And one of the things that I talk about with clients all the time is living with integrity, not integrity from a perspective of like moral values and you're going to rob a bank, but integrity from the perspective of wholeness and alignment. Meaning if you logically think and consciously think something is true, but emotionally and spiritually you don't believe that that's true. There is a disconnect. There is a mismatch and those things are not going to align. And so whatever you attempt to bring into your life or call forth into your life or create in your life from that mismatch is not going to work. And so I had to ask myself, why are you continuing to make yourself available for playing small? Why are you continuing to make yourself available for this notion that what happened in your past determines what your future gets to be, gets to determine what your future is going to be about, what you get to do and what you get to have? Why are you allowing what was to determine what is? And so when you get quiet and you get clarity about that, I'm like, okay, I'm no longer available for that. I'm not available for small. I'm not available for less. And I've been saying this on the podcast for years. Your actions will always betray your beliefs. No matter what you say out of your mouth, no matter what you post on social media, your actions will betray your beliefs. And I had to come to the realization that everything that I want for my life Every reality that I want to experience, not only does it already exist, but I already have the tools to make it happen. And this is key. One of the things that we need to stop making ourselves available for is the notion that it's somewhere else, that somebody else has the key, that we just haven't stumbled upon it yet, that it's in a a distant future or, you know, we don't have the right connections or we don't have the, no. We have all of the ingredients. We have the knowledge, the intellect, the skills, the know-how, the capability to make it all happen. Here's what I mean by this. Let's take, I'll, I'll use two examples from the home organization space. So there's the Marie Kondo. So she facilitates personal wellness by decluttering your spaces and making sure that, you know, you're not living in a space that is just crowded and shrouded by, you know, junk and litter and debris and things like that. And she basically created this method. She shared her philosophy. Her book sold millions of copies and she continued to put her work forward on social media. And lo and behold, Netflix came calling and the rest is history. She has a couple of seasons on her show on Netflix. 
Same thing with the home edit. So these two women became friends. They shared a passion for decluttering and organization and they continuously put their work out on social media. And then next thing you know, the Khloe Kardashians and the Reese Witherspoons and all of these celebrity clients come calling. And you think to yourself like, oh, wow, they must be really lucky or they were in the right place at the right time. Or, you know, maybe they're just destined. No, what they did was they used the exact same tools that you have access to right now. What is keeping you from going on social media on a consistent basis and sharing your gifts with the world. What is stopping you from doing that? I do this all the time. I do this almost every day. So my short form content game, even though I might've been slacking on the long form podcast, my short form content game is on lock. Literally in 2022, I have grown my social media following by the thousands actually. And it's because I show up consistently in that space. And all I'm sharing is 45 seconds worth of knowledge or perspective or minutes worth of knowledge and perspective or 90 seconds worth of knowledge and perspective. And I'm not going to sit up here and say it's just as easy as, oh, just talking to the, the camera phone. That's part of it. But, you know, you got to edit it. You got to add captions and things like that. But that's probably like another, I don't know, 10 minutes worth of work. And so, yes, that one minute video probably does include 10 minutes worth of work. But I don't have 10 minutes in the day. You don't have 10 minutes in the day. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. If you got 10 minutes for Netflix, if you got 10 minutes for CNN, if you got 10 minutes for MSNBC or Fox News or whatever you're watching, you absolutely have 10 minutes to show up and put your gifts forward. Do you have a phone? Yes, you do. Do you have social media accounts? Yes, you do. Then you can put forth that information consistently. And it's not about quote unquote auditioning for some role, you know, like we're in a Broadway play. It's about divorcing yourself from the outcome and answering the call that's on your life by sharing the gifts that you have, okay? And so when you make yourself available for the belief that, well, you know, I'm just not lucky. Well, I'm just not destined. Well, I'm just not gonna be rich. Well, I'm just not. Ask yourself, why am I making myself available for that story? Why am I making myself available for that conversation? Why am I making myself available for these dynamics of less, of lack, of scarcity? Why am I doing that? And then the thing is, is that we make ourselves available for these conversations of, and these dynamics of less, of lack, of, of living beneath and below our potential. And then we show up year after year frustrated, wondering why we're stuck in the same place. It's because we're making ourselves available for things that do not serve us. It's because we're making ourselves available for conversations that don't need to be had. Sometimes the boundary that you need to set is not with other people. It's one that you need to set with yourself. Okay, so when you find yourself with this negative self-talk, because we all have our inner critic, right? We all have our inner critic that says, you're too fat. Look at this stomach. You're never going to find somebody that loves you. You'll never get a man. You'll never get a woman. You know, you'll never have the money. You'll never move out of this neighborhood. When all of that starts to, to, to pucker up because that's what we've conditioned ourselves to do. And we think that on some level, our consciousness is like, I'm protecting you, okay, from being disappointed. But The truth is it keeps us playing small. So when those conversations start to pucker up and your inner critic starts to to run off at the mouth, then that's when you have to say, I'm not available for this. 
I'm not available for this. I'm not available for this conversation. And availability is such a powerful thing. Please don't miss this. Please don't miss this. If you walked into the headquarters of Amazon, I don't know, 10 years ago before Jeff Bezos kind of took a a backseat and a back roll, and you were like, I'm here to talk to Jeff Bezos. Chances are the person at the front desk would have been like, yeah, Jeff's not available right now. And he might not have been available because he was in a meeting. He might not have been available because he was out of town. He might not have been available because he just doesn't take walk-ins. Okay. (laughs) But if someone had told you that, do you know what that would have done? Nine times out of 10, it would have halted the process. It would have halted the proceedings. Like, okay, I'm not going any further than this because the person that I'm trying to reach or the person that I'm trying to talk to is not accessible, is not accessible. And we'll turn around and we walk away and we pivot and we go in another direction. This is exactly what we need to do with ourselves when we're talking about a notion of availability. When this inner critic pops up and says that you are too old and you've waited too long and it's never going to happen and nobody wants to publish you and nobody wants to hear what you have to say and nobody cares what you're doing and the market is too saturated and yada, yada, yada. Okay, you need to say immediately, I'm not available for this. And say it as many times as you need to. I'm not available for this. In other words, I'm not accessible. Self, I am not accessible for a conversation that says that I am less. I am not accessible for dynamics that say that I am small. I am not accessible for a reality that says that these opportunities are not available to me. I am not available. I am not accessible for a belief that what I desire does not already exist for me. Do you get that? Do you get that? And so you have to cut off the access, okay? It's not always other people. It's not always uh, hating relatives. It's not always people whose dreams were cut short and, you know, and they live with the bitterness because Michelle Obama talks about this with uh, one of her grandfathers who's was very brilliant, but, you know, whose life and his, his possibilities and his dreams kind of were shrouded in the dynamics of racism and systemic oppression. And he lived in that place of, of bitterness and carried it throughout the rest of his life. He made himself available for that. And I say this to say, I don't want to discount systemic oppression. I don't want to discount the realities of sexism, racism, classism, nepotism, and all the isms. So I'm not saying that those things don't matter. And I'm certainly not saying that those things don't exist, but I'm not available for a reality that allows me or forces me to play small because of those dynamics. I'm just not available for that. And when you begin to shift your mindset into not only am I not available for less and I'm not available for lack, but when you really begin to shift your mindset and start thinking, not only am I not available, but you know what I am available for? I am available for abundance. I am available for gratitude. I am available for deep love. I am available for immense joy. I am available for significant financial wealth and resources. I am available for making millions of dollars while I help millions of people. I am available for that. And believing that not only are you available for it, but it's in alignment with something that already exists. Everything changes. Everything changes. It is literally like if you are familiar with that movie, The Matrix, which ooh, it's probably like 20 years old at this point. 
If you go back and watch The Matrix, it's about this kind of red pill, blue pill. And it's like, which reality are you going to accept? Are you going to accept everything at face value as it is with all the noise and the rhetoric and the and the things that are happening in the news and the media and around the world? Or are you going to accept a reality where despite all of those things, you are thriving, that you are living wholly, healthily, happily with joy, doing things that you want to do, that you're not available for burnout, that you're setting consistent boundaries that protect this joy and this life that you have built. That is a powerful shift. And so that is the type of thing that I'm going to be mentoring six people. So if you want to be one of the six, I encourage you to hop on that train because we're going to start the program January 29th. So kickoff and orientation is at the end of the month. It's on a Sunday night. And if you are interested in finding out more information or you want to have a conversation about it or you want to get more information in terms of what the program offers and how it's going to be set up, then I encourage you to go to holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, me.co, holyme.co, W-H-O-L-L-Y-M-E.co, not dot com, dot co, like Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, co, okay? So that is part one of the mentorship series. I am excited. I am, I actually, for a first time in a long time, I actually have a deep desire to spread, quote unquote, the gospel of wholeness, right? Because I'm telling you, living in, lack, living in small, living in fear, living in less. That ain't the one that I, I always go back to the top five regrets of dying people. Number one on the list is I wish I had had the courage to live a life that was true to myself. Okay. Instead of what others expected of me. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life that was true to myself instead of what others expected of me. And so many of you are living lives that other people expect of you, lives that other people have scripted out for you. And it's not what you want to do. It's not where you want to be. In fact, true story. So I will be 45 on my next birthday and I don't care what nobody say. I look good, quote unquote, not for my age, baby. I just look good. Okay. And I literally am in the best shape of my life. And just uh, last week, I taught my first salsa class. Now, I started taking salsa classes after I turned 40, okay? And then there was a pandemic, and so there was a lull. So I've really kind of been at it consistently for like two and a half years. And now, not only did I teach my first class, but I'm about to teach my next class in a couple of weeks. I think next Saturday, I'm teaching my next class, like the Foundations of Beginner Salsa. And man... Back in the days when I was six years old and wanted to be a salsa dancer and that was not available for me, do you know how easy it would have been to be in my 40s and been like, oh, well, well, you know, that was then, this is now, you know, I don't I don't get to live that life, you know, who does that? It doesn't put uh, money in the bank and it, it doesn't put food on the table. No, but it makes me happy. And I am not available for a life that doesn't make me happy. And some of you have things that you want to do just because they make you happy. You want to sew, you want to do makeup, you want to jump double dutch, you want to roller skate. You just want to do things because they fill your cup and you have not made yourself available because of following 
mindsets, patterns, behaviors that have kept you from living wholly, fully, happily, and healthily. And so I'm here to disrupt that. I'm here to switch that all up. So if you are interested in being mentored by me for the first three months, well, the next three months, I'll say that because it's a 12 week program. So we kick it off on the end of the month, the 29th, and then we go for 12 weeks and we meet every couple of weeks and all that good stuff. But if you're interested in that, go to holyme.co. And if you have any questions, comments, takeaways about this episode or mentorship or any of the things, you know, you can reach me at Dr. Shante Says, and I will see you in part two.